Start this off with a Jeff shirt rose. What do we got going on, Jeff? All right, Jeff. What the fuck us? are you wearing today? Yeah. Uh, oh. God. Ace, see how much I flirt. I'm traumatized. Oh, it's, I think it's I don't care. Yeah. It's oh, I don't care. I do see how IDC. much I flirt. I'm and it's crossed out traumatized. It's so, yeah, wow. it's like a Facebook status. Uh, yeah. On a T-shirt, I I bought it from that account. Uh, Mecca uh, Bowsette. Uh, <laughs> Mecca Shout out to uh, Mecca like Bowsette. Is that a meme account? Yeah, yeah. it's a meme account. It might I be think like it's the like old a, account I don't follow. I feel like, like they're relatively you've been, new. You've been looking they, for the last <laughs> meme account that you don't follow, and that's Yeah, it. oh my God, today's the day. I had uh, no idea when I entered this chat. Today was yeah. going to be the day. Uh-huh. The They've question is, when you hit them, when you hit them, uh, hit their page do you does it have the follow back block or the regular hey, wait, how do you follow? spell it uh m-e-c-h-a and then bowsette b-o-w-s-e-t-t-e i think they started off as like bowsette v2 mm. that one doesn't follow me and then there's they must have like gotten deleted a few times because they've got so many backups oh there is a follow back <laughs> oh there shit there's Ooh, a follow back on the original on the original mecca bowsette that's the one that's folks the one. we are making connections here today on Real the human ne- connections in the this time of network network podcast yeah if i've learned anything from this podcast it's that uh you you have to talk to people it's part of the deal <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's such that's good advice really. dude you That's, have to talk to people. People forget just, about it. People will start a podcast and they'll be like, you know what? This is going to be great. And they realize that they talk to people and then things change immediately. It just kind of like the whole yeah. thing. Can we do a, can we do a quick scope, drink landscape. check? What are we sipping on, folks? What are we sipping on today? I have, I have a coffee with oat milk and simple syrup. Oh, Yo, nice, I dude. also have a coffee with oat milk, no syrup. Let's fucking go! I know, and I'm drinking it out of this mug that I stole from this uh, super lofty organization. At that Congress. is, mm. and folks, yep. that's that is praxis, right there. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I I'm also I'm drinking out of my logo, uh, the my mug with the logo for the Rhode Island School of Design. I don't know if You're you guys have heard of it. It's a very exclusive. It's a very exclusive art and design school in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, Never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's like you wouldn't really know. Um, uh, <laughs> Wait, so yeah, I did also, go there. It's a commuter um, rail college. Who are you, people? <laughs> That's such a good question. <laughs> question. That's such a good question. We're hey, we're asking that. the questions here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, let's let's yeah, introduce ourselves because you know what I, I, you know what? I'm sure that we have some listeners who um, I've been listening to us from the beginning. And they just don't, they don't know who the fuck we are. And also, there are a lot of people who say our voices sound the same, which is funny to me. I don't think so. 
Um, so let's go introduce ourselves roundtable style. It's like the, it's a college orientation. Let's do a name game. Uh, name games. You folks. go, for, you go first. Okay, you, uh, my name is Aaron. Um, I'm from Massachusetts and I live in New York. And my favorite cereal is Honey Bunches of Oats. Fuck yeah. All right, Jeff, uh, you got I'm, I'm Jeff. Uh, my name, Jeff. Uh, I am from Florida, if you couldn't tell already. And I live in New York and I am unemployed. Nice. What's your favorite cereal? Uh, my favorite cereal is uh, Bush's Baked Beans. Mm. Underrated, um, actually. It's a, it's what a do you British take it thing. You can never, it's, it's never Yo, in the cereal no, they don't. They don't do Bush's Baked Beans in England. They do like Heinz Baked Beans. It's imported. Because it's tomato based. They don't it's do the imported. Bush's ones, dude. Which culture was the first to American. add the milk? To the beans? Oh, yeah. shit. I think that, that's actually a thing that was, it, it started in Guam. Damn. So, of course, Americans kind of hawked it up once they took control of Guam. But yeah. originally, before MFs like, the in military the 50s base, be drinking six there. glasses of milk a day. The unincorporated territory of milk. <laughs> the thing oh, is, God, you yeah. pour the cereal into the beans. You put the beans in the bowl first. Mm. Yeah. It's Not many people yeah. know this. All right, Jacob, you go. Introduce yourself. My name is Jacob. I am uh, Wipe Your Docs Off on Instagram. Oh, shit. Really? Isn't it sad when you become like so closely affiliated that when you introduce yourself, you feel like you also have to to add the addendum like my yeah. username is? Yeah. Well, it's so funny because w- there was a meme show that we went to and uh, everyone had uh, stickers like the hello, my name is stickers with their... Y- like Instagram usernames and uh, Jacobs kept falling off. So I, t- <laughs> it said wipey docs off. So I started wearing the wipey docs off one and people kept coming up to me saying like, Oh my God, dude, like I love your account so much. And I'm like, I didn't know those events so existed. <laughs> I feel yeah. like way worse for knowing that they exist. Also, I think Jacob's frozen. Jacob died. I think that's, um, I, uh, I, f- I feel bad. I, uh, I organized that, that event, that meme event. <laughs> And yeah. it was my idea to have the name tags. It's a good uh, idea. And that was the second year. I have a bunch left because I had to buy them all. Yeah. Did you um, have like good turnout? Yeah. Uh, so it was like an annual thing. And we did it in 2018 and 2019. Jacob and I actually put it on together. And uh, the first year was fucking insane. So it was called Blocked and Reported. And uh, the first year, it was like Jacob, me, uh, Jin Kazama, Namaste at Home Dad, um, Scariest Bug Ever at the time. Damn, uh, all the hit factories. It, yeah, it was it was a big, uh, we had like Sunnyside Up, uh, Cabbage Cat at the time. Uh, I want to say Corn Fan 420, Bunny Memes. Whoa uh me- memes for memers yeah and uh it was like only promoted through instagram and facebook and like a couple hours before i got like a a facebook message on messenger from some dude that worked at uh at abc and wanted to do uh a 
Nightline interview with us. <laughs> oh, damn. And this was before Memegate, wherein like all of those big accounts got canceled for um, like interacting with politicians and like accepting money. Oh, yeah. Shit. Remember that? <laughs> Wait, yeah. Oh, my God. That was, that was recently. That was recent. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. in the beginning of. Yeah, but yeah, it was before, but there were already, you know, canceled, like, there was already like meme like news drama type shit happening then, you know, like cancel accounts and call out culture and shit. I don't even know uh, if I was in the game then, if I'm being totally honest with you, I like, I think that might've been before my time, but I think, um, it doesn't surprise me at all that cancel culture was still prevalent. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, before this started. (laughs) So the, the event was crazy. So the newscasters were there interviewing us like right before the doors opened. Holy shit. I'm back. Jacob, where'd you, did you get sucked into an alternate dimension or something? I think my, like my internet just completely cut out. I have to restart recording by the way. Okay. Well, I have it on my end, so we're good. We didn't say anything important anyway. We're just talking uh, about the meme show. <laughs> so yeah, I'm explaining the first meme show. So we're all. Oh wait, actually, but I'm sorry, Jeff. Jacob did not give their favorite cereal. Oh, oh it was cinnamon okay. toast crunch. Okay. CTN. Continue, okay. Jeff. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and sorry, we we didn't we didn't complete the. I just want to I just want to make sure that we all give our favorite cereals here. So if you could just give your 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 name game. Uh, I thought please. it would have been like really cool and intentional on your behalf if you all introduced yourselves, but then didn't introduce your guest. Like a big <laughs> fuck you. It's, <laughs> it's part so, of the um. It's part of the it, way that we get people engaged in the podcast. If they have, they have to, to listen, try to figure for, out who I am. Yeah. If they, yeah. If, it's like a, it's like putting the uh, the big reveal at the end of your viral video. Um, if you if you don't introduce the guest until the end, uh, everyone is left guessing, and they have to listen until the end to find out who the guest is. So that's well, it's all I'm part gonna, of our strategy. I'm gonna ruin the game real quick. Okay. Um, my name's Sarah. <laughs> I'm Jewel Sexual on Instagram, and more recently Twitter. Um, not that that is really a thing, but um, I guess my favorite <laughs> cereal. Well, it's not a thing anymore because of fleets, mm. but that Fleet just mode. takes us full circle to the Greta Van Fleet introduction. So, mm. um, but yeah, I would say my favorite cereal is kind of a. It's an it's an unpopular choice, but when you add the crunch to it, it makes it all the better. It's Raisin Bran Crunch. Ooh. Normal, oh, normal underrated. Raisin Bran, underrated. Normal Raisin Bran fucking blows. Like it blows it's not really the best. hard. It's a weird. It's weird texture. But the, the crunch, man. The crunch I, I hate there. raisins, but Raisin Bran is God. actually much tighter than you would think. If you I let those raisins, raisins soak for a while, dude, they become <laughs> grapes <laughs> again. I always no, think it's my not raisins, guys. It's like dried grapes. You don't understand. Yeah. They put dried grapes in the cereal. It's not raisins. Big, yeah, big difference. It's crazy. Integral. What okay, we anyway. About? We were talking yeah, about the so meme show. Back, back to the meme show. So not only is the news interviewing us like as the doors are opening, but there's also like a documentary crew making like a memer documentary there. So no. there's two, two camera crews and I organize, Jacob and I put it on and I organized the, uh, the event at one of the bars I worked at. So it was cool because problem solving, I could like do everything. Like I could like go in the back of the bar and like jump behind the bar and like, you know, I knew how to solve shit because I worked there, but it also created any type of issue was like on me to fix. So I was like running around constantly and uh, everyone was arriving (laughs) 
but we're, I was like so busy. So I feel like I wasn't fully able to like enjoy it until like, I think we started at like eight and I feel like I wasn't able to like actually talk to anybody for more than like two seconds until like one in the morning or two in the morning. We had like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 600 people maybe on like a Thursday come That's out. That's wild. Tell me they that the footage still exists somewhere. So the, uh, the, the news thing never aired. Apparently the higher, <laughs> the higher ups didn't go for it. They were like, this uh, is no cringe. <laughs> this is, uh, this is fucking cringe. And rightfully the guy, so. The guy was like, yeah, the higher ups didn't go for it, but we have all the footage in the can if we ever like decide to use it. And then I hit him up the second year being like, it would be cool to like, you know, if you wanted to like get a follow up and include both years. And he was just like, yeah, right now we're like busy. <laughs> and the I second year, like, <laughs> they're like, don't call us. We'll call you. Basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the so second you gotta get your hands on that footage, Jeff. You gotta, you gotta pay him for that footage. I might so message him and see something. if he'll, uh, he'll be able to send Fork it to it me. Over. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll get that. It was I'll edit something up, together. Uh, it was fucked up. Like when he got there, he only really wanted to talk to like you know. At the time, I probably had like I don't know five k, but some of the accounts that were on the show had like a hundred k or a th- or a million or like close mm-hmm. to it. And when the news guy showed up, he only wanted to talk to like three or four people. And it was all like the big accounts and it was yeah. all like the white male accounts. Right. And me, I want to like, like say I'm not surprised by that, but I am surprised by the fact that they like did their research at all. You know, like I'm surprised that they like figured out who those people were, like who the right. big accounts were. Like if I were reporting, I would have just showed up and been like, okay, well, like I'm going to put the camera in this corner and whatever. And I'm probably just going to interview like whoever looks like they're willing to talk to me. But if they went in and like figured out who Sunny Side Up was, like, yeah. can you imagine somebody having to do that background research, like for their legitimate reporting job? That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Pitching it to their uh, producers. Well, I That's feel funny. like at the time they had already done like a piece on Fuck Jerry. And that was like the only meme that was like the introduction to like memes to like the general public from them and they were like okay that probably did pretty well so let's do another like meme piece but uh i can't believe this is the world we're living in i know this this (laughs) this is pre this is two years ago uh almost three so Mm -hmm. you know the whole time i was just telling them and like the other accounts everyone was telling them we were like yo you should talk to these other people because they're also like very funny and interesting and diverse you know like mm-hmm. you don't only like you should interview more of us and then you can pick who you who has the best interview because you know just because you run a big meme account doesn't mean you're fucking interesting for the news you, know? you should yeah, have had a paparazzi also, meltdown <laughs> i don't know if this is true but i have this conception that like and I don't know if I'll ever see my account get big enough to know whether or not this is the case, but it kind of feels like fast fashion after a while when you get over a certain number of followers. <laughs> like, you know, it just kind of, I don't know, it feels like a different mechanism and it's probably not true. They probably still work, I don't know, hard coming up with content and like producing shit and I'm probably totally wrong, but 
um, I don't know, formats just get reused and reused and reused. And I found that more often than not, the pages that are getting less attention are the ones that are like pumping those out in the first place. And then they're getting like picked up by bigger pages. And so I feel like those conversations mm-hmm. would have been productive anyway, but yeah, I'm not surprised sure. that they didn't have them. So yeah, that night was crazy. And then the second year um, was almost a, ye- a year ago. No, Damn. was it? When was it? It was, it was in March 2019. Uh, yeah. No, was it March? Uh, I don't know if it was. Maybe it was March. March, so almost a year and a, a year and a half ago, I guess. And uh, we had 20 uh, accounts on the show instead of 12, so it was a bit more organizing, and uh, we had like prints, like actual prints made of some of them like one meme by every person and we had them like up for sale and we had like karaoke yeah we had karaoke which was like a big hit i feel like we only had we had maybe like four or five hundred people come this time the second time uh not like the event should be about getting these poor fuckers some money like i feel like we're all (laughs) broke as shit (laughs) yeah yeah i just paid for all the prints up front and then if they sold i like gave a like like half of it to uh or i gave all all the money after how much it took to make it to the person that it sold to uh, mm-hmm. the person so that made bad. the one. So not everyone made money and the event we make free. Sounds like you're fudging the financials, Jeff. Dude, I spent like, I spent like, <laughs> I spent like $700 leading like okay. for the show, before the show. I see you. I so see you, legend. Everyone else showed up in the group chat and sent some posts to me. At Big the, money bags. At, at the most, yeah. not everyone even. <laughs> Mr. Monopoly over here. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it was, uh, Bags of cash. I just wanted with people the dollar to have, signs painted on them. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. wanted people to have fun. No, I still have like, I think I still have like, uh, probably like thirteen or something of the uh, prints left. Like only a couple of them sold. You know, Jeff's mm-hmm. not uh, here to win. He's here to make friends. That's right. <laughs> I want to put all the memes up in my apartment, but I don't think my partner is uh, into the <laughs> idea. Anti. They're pretty. They're pretty big. No, she, she likes memes, but she also is kind of like like into being the interior decorator right so if it doesn't separate work and home you know yeah i'm gonna message serena to listen in memes should not be in real life memes should not true not true that's why i bought the t-shirt memes should be on t-shirts too i just don't know where the line is like i don't know where the memes end you know like obviously the visual the the visual representation like i know that the the meme itself is a meme but more often than not, I feel like half the things I do are also the meme, you know, and they're not right. non, non-visual things that I do. So where does it end, really? It yeah. doesn't end. I uh, <laughs> I, to- I said to someone that I learned to think in memes, like I've been making memes on Instagram for like four years or something. So I just like trained my brain to like um, basically observational humor response to every single thing I see in the form of like, like sentences on pictures or a caption. And uh, it It makes it hard to communicate with Jeff. It makes it hard to communicate (laughs) with anybody. If you're me, Jeff needs Uh, like a translator to like interpret. Well, yeah, because if somebody doesn't get it, it, (laughs) if somebody doesn't get it, then you spend like 45 minutes explaining the origin 
And if right. you know anything about my account, I'm like mixing like a movie and like a band and like a meme format from like 2014 all together. So it takes some yeah, explaining. Jeff, you'll just be having a casual conversation with Jeff. And b- before you know it, Jeff has referenced like 10 movies, five TV shows, six memes that were from 2013 and uh, uh, this random obscure uh, Tumblr account from, uh, so, from 2015 that no one has ever heard of. It's, what it's I amazing. gather is you're the guy that I talk about. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, uh, having a conversation with me is like reading Infinite Jest in that there's going to be a lot of footnotes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Remind me mm-hmm. not to talk to you ever again after this. <laughs> it's fine. You're, you're, not, it's you're not obligated. The podcast is the only time anyone's expected to talk. Wait, do you still live in Florida? No, uh, I moved to New York in like 2014. Oh, okay, because I I was going to say, if you still lived in Florida, I would never, ever visit you anyway. So (laughs) we wouldn't have to. (laughs) I mean, I haven't been back to Florida in like almost three years. So I don't, I feel you. There's no, there's no need to go. This is a New York City podcast. Someone moves out of New York, York. excommunication. It's true. So it's in the contract I, uh, they all sign. I did put together a little exercise for this uh, mm. podcast episode. Amazing. Um, earlier in the week, Aaron posted on their Instagram story a uh, a question box. If you're familiar yes. with Instagram story features, there's a uh, ask me a question box. <laughs> Uh, yes. And for and for those who don't know, Instagram is a website slash iPhone or Android app where you can make an account, post pictures, share them, et cetera, et cetera. For those who don't know. For those mm. those looking to uh, expand there. Right. It's also well actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is now a online commerce shopping store with uh and you can post pictures to your account, which is pointless because you're not really supposed to do anything except buy things. Dude, what do you I paid thousands Brock of dollars at the that. Instagram mall yesterday. I don't, I don't even want shit about. from there. I'm just, I'm just pushing add to cart. Like, like I'm, I'm just eyes yeah. closed, just smashing add to cart. It's crazy. I can't wait for them to add the, uh, the shopping feature for like signing up for people's OnlyFans. Just like one click, <laughs> yeah, one click yeah, through right. Instagram. I don't even need to like enter anything. Your credit it's card all, is linked. Yeah. It's all yes. saved. Yep. Uh, um. So yeah. Uh. I put together this exercise. Aaron posted in their story, and the question was, "Aaron, what was the exact?" Yeah, it was, uh, "What music do you think I listen to based on how I look?" Ooh. So I I went through all the responses, of course, and I because it seemed like most of the answers Aaron was replying saying, "Oh, I never really checked them out, or I didn't dig deep into their discography. I've never really, or I've never heard a song by them." Yeah. Um, for most of them, not all of them. Uh, some of them you seem to be a fan of or alluded to sure. having heard them before, but there wasn't really too much information on uh, your fandom level for even mm-hmm. the ones you heard about. So I went through and I actually created a YouTube playlist of all of the artists <laughs> that people said. <laughs> okay. And I, we're going to play them without any um, context as to who the artist is and see uh, what you think. And okay. Give sounds a great. Review, and then we'll tell you <laughs> who the artist is, and um, yeah. we'll get your like unbiased opinion. And Jacob, if you could hide the uh, the, the yeah. share screen, we're going to so be Aaron looking at see. the uh, we're going to be looking at the the Macklemore activism page during this. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's for Laura. Doing a, that's, that's funny. I also have that pulled up uh, on my computer. It's, Isn't that that's interesting? Crazy. Yeah. All right. Let me know if you can see the white privilege two page. Can someone please, for the love of God, explain this? This is the first time I'm seeing this. Can oh, you see a separate this? window floating? Or no, just one window. I only right? see, listen. My eyes are completely fixated okay. on the Macklemore activism t- can, uh, website. I actually looked for Macklemore. I I searched Macklemore picture um, because I was going to find a picture of Macklemore and use it as the like the like the focal point while we look through this, so that way Aaron doesn't see the names of the videos. Um, but when I clicked a picture, um, the one that stood out to me the most, I ended up on the Macklemore activism page, um, which has. <laughs> His commitment, he says, as an artist, I'm committed to using my platform, resources, and creativity to have an impact on racial and social justice issues. And he has some stuff for White Privilege 2, which is a song he did. Uh, the Residency, don't know what that is. The 3030 Project with their little ribbon. Very good graphic design. And then Plus One, which is actually um, a thing where Macklemore takes his guest list spots and he gives them to um, underprivileged um, white teenagers with Call of Duty accounts. I'm gonna vault myself out of this window. I swear to God. I just wanna. I just wanna point out that this is the third tab on his website. It goes home shows, then activism. Yes. Then contact. You Still are. You prioritize. Are ex- ticket you are expected sales. to go through the homepage and look at his show schedule <laughs> before you get to the activism page. Exactly. Uh, okay, so none of these logos, n- not many of these logos. Me. Wait, throw me on that mailing list too. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's get this, uh, this okay, music. I, I would, party I, I would also, so this is about me, mm-hmm. right, Jeff? This is just songs that people on Instagram thought that I would listen to. That's I would right. like for you all to agree or disagree before I give my opinion of the song whether you think that I would listen to it and see if you agree. Based on mm. how you look? Like, are we sticking yes. to the prompt? Okay. Just based on how I look. All right, we're All right. Okay, ready? Let's, let's get this party started. All right, All right first track. Are you all jeweling right now? Not uh, me. Just me and Jacob. <laughs> I should I should have started jeweling just for this episode. Just for you, yeah. <laughs> okay, what folks, what do you think? Do you think I would listen to this based on, just based on how I look? Absolutely. A- Absolutely, I agree, yeah. 100%. And I'd also like wow. to point out that uh, the music came on and you immediately, like, I don't think you guys were jeweling as hard before, but you had, like, some, <laughs> you had some, like, external stimulus, like, some distraction, and you immediately started hitting your jewels, like, every oh, yeah. other second. It was like, okay, the music's on. I can feel right. the Nick Party levels mode. just going down. It's, it's like when you're at a concert and you're just like, I'm, I can't wait to jewel in the audience the whole yeah. time. It's, be- it's really like an artist it. between songs t- taking a sip from their uh, their drink, you know? Right. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. You're artists. I, yeah. mm-hmm. I also want to argue a really important point that I thought about. So one of the hallmarks of New York DIY venues was that you could smoke inside for the really good ones, like the Glove and the Vive. 
Mm-hmm. And so you, could sm- <laughs> so you could smoke cigarettes inside. And the jewel is actually a continuation of the DIY tradition of smoking inside because you can easily sneak your jewel anywhere. You could be in Webster Hall. You could be in Madison Square Garden. You could be ripping the jewel the entire time. Mm-hmm. That I think cute, that's Jacob. beautiful. Not anymore, yeah, though. So you can't be anywhere. <laughs> you can't true. be anywhere. Uh, this that's is, true. This is one for the uh, the history books. But yeah. Can I, I uh, tell you the really embarrassing story of the band that I saw at Madison Square Garden? The only time I've ever been to Madison Square Garden. Who was yeah. it? Okay, well, I was supposed to go to the Rage show, and that would have been sick. Um, mm-hmm. But oh, the, only, the only <laughs> show that I saw at MSG was Dream Theater and Iron Maiden. Yo, um, yo let's go. That's pretty good, actually. With my father, and it was absolutely killer. It was so good. And like Bruce dude, Dickinson was so sick. out of breath, dude. It was so crazy. That does sound very sick. That it was happens. also like, apparently, this is like for the, the, real, the real nerds. Apparently, it was like the first show that Dream Theater had played at Madison Square Garden, and it was when Portnoy was still the drummer. So he came out uh, from behind his kit at the end of the set and he like kissed the stage all cute because he was like super happy. And I don't know. Aww, it was like living cool. history for me in the moment. And then he left the band like two months later. And I was He's like, like all right, I, I'm all I'm yeah. all good, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm that, that's it for me. The only band I ever saw play MSG was uh, The Cure. And I bought my wow. ticket. Damn. I bought my ticket like a year in advance. Like the tickets went on sale like a year in advance. And it was like $75. And I was like, okay, I'm like pretty low on like the side section. So I should be pretty close. Like, you know, I'm not on the floor, but I'm like just on the curve of like the first lower level. And a year later comes, I'm going to the show by myself. I only bought one ticket and I get to my seat and they're still fucking tiny. I was like right Mm -hmm. off to the side of them. And I was like, this is cool. They sound cool. But like, this was like, I spent a bunch of money and waited a year. I thought I I was going to be like mad close. Oh, I'm yeah, like no, really imagining you like getting like really hype every day for a year, like waking up in the morning <sighs> and like springing out of bed and being like 320 more days, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, I mean, yeah. it was like, it was maybe like my second year in New York when I bought the ticket. So like mad shows, like I was going to shows like, two or three times a week, probably like that was a huge draw to New York for me was live music. So at the time it was like, I had shit to like supplement, but I had never seen the cure. So I was like, Mm. like in a, when I was in ninth grade, I I still regret it. Uh, The, I think it it was called like the curiosa tour happened. And it was like the cure cursive, like a bunch of like, I don't know, like when I was in middle school, I guess like, like alt radio MTV two type shit all just like mashed together. And I Mm -hmm. did not go. And, you know, as I got older, I was like, damn, probably never see the cure. Like I'll probably never get to see them. So I had to go, but uh, yeah, it was cool. Um, I don't know. I feel like last year the cure had like a, a concert film come out to celebrate like their 40th anniversary or something. And I just got really high and went to, uh, I feel like it was at the Angelica and s- s- watched that by myself. And that was almost as good. You know, you were cl- <laughs> I was closer. That right. Well, I was going to say like the thing about, Uh, like Madison Square Garden or venues like those or stadiums or whatever the fuck is like, regardless, it's going to sound like the sound is being projected through like speakers at a summer camp, you know, Mm -hmm. like almost, 
almost all the time. Yep. Um, oh, Aaron, were we right? Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's, here's my, t- yeah, I was going to steer us back to this exercise because <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. Um, so that, I don't know what band that is. Uh, that would have been something. Ding, dance. Okay. Ding, ding, dance. That would have been something that like, uh, I would have found in like 2008 mm. on like Tumblr or some shit and maybe listened to it for like a week or two. But I, I, I probably wouldn't put that on today. Mm. Interesting. I Interesting. Say. But it would, okay. it, you know what? It, I would have like, I would have seen their episode of the interface podcast. Uh, mm. For those who know, it was a live live concert. Like it was like a who's who of like Pitchfork Rock would come through and play like a live set. Uh, I would have seen them play on that, and then I've been like, "That's sick," and then like never listened to them again. I That's disagree, dude. I feel like if you <laughs> listen to some more of it, I feel like you'd find that it's actually up your alley right now. Okay. I kind of agree. It's All right. A, yeah. Yeah. Like do a, we get to do we get to disagree with your take after we've already yeah, agreed? Yeah, of course we you do. guys can. You guys are allowed to overrule my own opinion. Actually, well, you yeah, I think like that's it. fair. You're the contestant. So actually, we're the judges. Wrong. Yeah. Like, I like I'm that. Fucking, I like that. You guys get I'm to dictate r- my actual taste. Mm-hmm. I'm Randy Jackson. Mm-hmm. Sarah is. Um, Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul and Jacob <laughs> is Simon Cowell. Yes. And I Wait, am, I want to do that thing that she Clay did Aiken. where she like clapped above her head really slow. Yes. Didn't she like, didn't yeah. she have like some period when she was the judge where she was on like pain pills and said a bunch of crazy shit? Dude, I oh, think I that was know. the whole period she I was mean, like, she's kind of on a different planet the whole time, but. That's true. That's why that I show is iconic. Doing. I need a rewatch. I need to do like a a full rewatch of uh, the first five seasons of American Idol. I know. Me you too. I want to watch, I want to, I want to watch like season one and season two, just, just mm-hmm. to get that old 2002 reality TV aesthetic. Mm. What I'm was the season to- with Sanjaya on it? That's the one I need to oh, watch. Sanjaya, yeah. dude, Sanjaya. <laughs> Sanjaya. I'm like th- this, like American Idol came out at a time when I was like, you know, living at home in like, I want to say like middle school or high school. And it was like the type of shit where you watched it with your fucking family and you all had like, oh, sure. yeah. you all had opinions, you know? I watched that yeah. and Survivor with my family every week. I have never seen Survivor. Dude, Survivor is so good. It's on never Hulu. In my life. Watch Heroes versus Villains. It is so good. It's, right. I, I ha- I'm just take, trust me. It's such a good show. It's all amazing. I needed was one person to tell me to do it. and <laughs> One like, and I watched Survivor. No, yeah. I literally, I watched it with my family as a kid, and I loved it. But then I just forgot about it. But then, like, this past summer, I was like, oh, shit, I have nothing to do. Maybe we should watch a season or Survivor. And we watched, like, ten seasons, like, in a row. Because it's, it's, like, so, it's it's just, like, super fascinating. We can we can redirect after this, but I seriously can't get past like my big three right now, which I feel like is mm-hmm. America's Next Top Model reruns, um, yep. Great British Bake Off, yep. and then Forged in Fire, which is oh the my god, best I've been show. meaning to watch that. Oh my it's god, it's the best show. Yeah. Did you ever. watch this week's Bake Off? I just did before this. Um, Same. Yeah, I'm a little I just upset did. about her mean leaving. I'm very upset, and also it was like yeah. whoa, super whoa, spoilers, not spoilers. expected. I'm sorry. It's gonna come everybody. out next week, yeah. dog. It's gonna come out next week, dude. I, it was I might patisserie not it. week. It was patisserie week, and Ermine is a French patisserie chef. It makes Ooh, no sense. Brutal. That right, sucks. Well, they put some I, shit in the flour. I guarantee it. It <laughs> yeah, was spiced it was, flour. They fucked up the flour. So, so I want to say we we all disagree with you, Aaron, that you do okay. actually you do actually like Gang Gang Dance, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you like it, and I and I do listen to them all the time. 
You will. <laughs> okay, often, you dude. will. All right, okay. let's, uh, let's go to the second let's, one, because I feel like we, song, got, a, we got a lot of songs on here to get yeah, through. Yeah, no, I, let's, yeah, I like this game. Kind of sounds like Primus. Yeah. Less Claypool type beat. Person who's yeah. only listened to Primus once. <laughs> Thinks every every band with a guitar sounds like Primus. Sounds like Primus, yeah. I just got the weirdest notification that a feedback loop was happening with my computer and it automatically muted me. That's how ah. bad this is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right, guys. What do you think? Do I would I listen to this? Yeah. Why does I, this I, have like the guitar tone of like Mew and then the kit tone of like Sublime? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's because they're Mew. not they're, they're not American. <laughs> exactly. Uh, mm. They all get that Sublime kit. All right. So, uh, what do you think? I think you would listen to it. It wouldn't be my mm-hmm. first uh, guess. I wouldn't like immediately choose this but like you do look like you might vibe to it like on the low like on like driving to school or something you know okay yeah you listen to it in college driving to, for a driving week to school yeah while like studying for an exam and then you okay. forgot that's about such it a good vibe because then bands that yeah. Jesus came yeah. out and you just started listening to Jesus on repeat you Dude, I like hated that song when it came out, and now it's my I favorite. Loved, I rules. loved it when it came out. It lived. I f- feel like so. My car is still. I like left it at my parents' house, and it has like a six CD changer. And I feel like Jesus yeah. is still the first CD in there. And I haven't yeah. like driven or owned that car in like you know six and a half years, and yeah. it's still it's still there. You know, that's funny. It's a testament. Aaron, I think you like it. I think the noodling reminds you either of an animals as leaders phase or a Midwest emo phase and uh, <laughs> nothing in between. And so that's why that's you listen funny. to it maybe for like upwards of a couple weeks. Yeah, I, I agree with that take. Um, I had so, neither of those phases, honestly. I, I oh. Midwest emo, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit, my, my, it's a bit of a, a dark uh, black hole for me in terms of knowledge, mm. but uh, it's something that I would have definitely really liked if I had heard it in like high school or college for sure. So yes, that I can see myself putting that on for, for, you didn't have two. the right friends, dude. I, so, I didn't, I grew up in suburban totally Massachusetts. I never up? listened to that shit. Like I never did. I've listened to like, I've listened to American leaders? football, but I, I listen to animals as leaders. Absolutely. Yeah. But not I've never heard of that band. <laughs> I was like, Midwest I was the emo Midwest, fucked up. I was like the Midwest emo, like obsessive in high you school. You sure were, buddy. Yeah. Wow. Like I, I wasn't had, on Tumblr uh, early enough. I guess I had like every Joan of Arc record on my like iTunes uh, library. I was obsessed. Mm-hmm. You know, Algernon Cadwalder. Yeah, dude. I, well, that's a band I can get behind. I want to like make the argument that Tumblr isn't the be all end all for that though, because I was on Tumblr, but I was like reblogging pictures of like Norwegian forests, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah with, with the black levels <laughs> pumped really high, so it's like yeah. faded. Yeah, See, yeah, wasn't definitely. Even, at the time, I was obsessed with that shit. Tumblr wasn't even out; like, only MySpace existed. Okay, and uh, yeah. I was I was just obsessed. Like, I found all that shit. 
through like, you know, local record store and like word of mouth. Like, I think I had a friend, we like traded digital music and he, he sent me like, uh, like a discography folder with like all of the Joan of Arc. And I just like became oh, obsessed yeah. with like all that shit. Mm. But yeah, Aaron, so that's, I would Japanese. have definitely, I would have definitely liked that Midwest emo, I, I would imagine, but I just hadn't heard of it until. So that was ago. a, that was Japanese band Toe. Yes. That's Toe. That was Toe. Yeah. Uh, they- I, I actually, because pe- someone, my friend from high school, recommended that was so the person who posted that in my in, in my response was a friend from high school, and then I, I ended up listening to one of their albums like four times in a row. Yeah. So yes, record, I do like that a lot. Yeah, the record that's from I feel like my friend Andrew like gifted me for my birthday one year, and yeah. like he in- he's like he's Japanese, so he introduced me to Toe before they kind of blew up in the U.S. I feel like they got they started getting like attention, and then Top Shelf, which was like the huge like like uh, I don't know emo indie like midwesty type mm-hmm, label mm-hmm, at the time mm-hmm, they were mm-hmm. like the the biggest one like at that moment uh like signed them and re-released like their back catalog and i think they put shit out on top shelf for a while but they're awesome yeah. just very very mathy you know i love that shit i honestly love that shit a lot i like like don caballero and shit like that mm-hmm. there's one comment on the video it just says beautiful three months <laughs> ago <laughs> i have True. to agree folks i and it was me i did yeah. comment that <laughs> Aaron's actually already a fan now. Yeah. Uh, so let's I, well, move on. I am as of a couple days ago. It's true. Let's uh All let's right, go next to the draft. next the next track. You guys really did not get what I got from that because the video of this is four men in a Ronald McDonald costume <laughs> uh, walking around Times Square. And I feel okay. like like half of this is the visual. Yeah. In my head, I saw Rush playing. Rush? Yeah. Aaron, Aaron loves Rush. <laughs> Rush, was my, my, Rush was my first favorite band when I was For in like real? sixth grade. Oh, yeah. I would, I'm oh a diehard Rush fan. Diehard. Yeah, I, mean, I saw I, them I in 2007. I cried when Neil Peart died earlier this year. Man, I'm a huge Rush fan. So yeah, yeah, I total, yeah that's like early Rush for sure. For sure, bit. that's like 2112. Yeah. When I was when I was 14 in ninth grade, uh, I found out this kid who I had known for a couple of years in like middle school, like not a friend, but just like an acquaintance, was he's uh, Getty Lee's second cousin. Oh, <laughs> and, but, they, but there's there's family beef because I guess they were like supposed to be guest listed for a rush show and then they like showed up and they weren't oh, or something so like damn. the family like his dad is like his cousin and they like do not get along or something that's so funny but mm. i was always just imagine, like from then on four years imagine high school, letting like, that affect oh. the family like the number of yeah, times that yeah. i showed up to things and thought that i was guest listed and wasn't and i'm still <laughs> friends with those people like come on <laughs> Yeah, you could probably yourself. still get in at the door to that show. They were probably like fucked, like at like a stadium. Like, what do we do now? <laughs> oh <laughs> that's yeah, true. That's yeah, true. that's right. 
when you got to drop $5 at O'Malley's Alley. All I'm saying is if, if there's <laughs> oh, a Getty oh. Lee call out soon, you guys know what the fuck happened. Yeah. Damn. No, he's too so, pure. He's a pure angel. So this, I got, this the, band, I got the hair now. I got the long hair going. So that's true. I, I have to, uh, you know, me and me and Getty got the same hair. <laughs> so Aaron, I feel like that band I was not as familiar with, um, mm-hmm. but it kind of is like, you know, not drastically different from the previous, from the toe song. I feel like yeah, sure. since I already agreed that you like would like toe. I feel like based on what you look like, you would like that. <laughs> okay. But that's fair. Yeah. Knowing you, I feel like you'd vibe to it, but I don't know if you necessarily would put it on. I agree with that take. Um, it's cool. I, I, this is, uh, what is this band's name? I did look up their band camp. Yes. Uh, this, this band is called Turbo Sleaze and the song yeah. is called Ronald McDonald's Unusual Balls Clasp. Ooh. That is first of all, amazing mm-hmm. name. And I think they do have a McDonald's themed concept album. Is that yeah. correct? That would make so, sense. Yeah, I did. I did look this up when someone recommended it. And this is from the EP McDonald's. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. That's what I meant. Um, I agree, Jeff. I would definitely put this on and dig it and like think it's pretty funny. Um, I don't know if it would be in my regular rotation though, because it, right, it's, right, right. It's it's tight, but it's uh. I wouldn't go back. I would be like, oh, if if I was chatting with people, I'd be like, oh, check out this. McDonald's album <laughs> that it's right, very right. cool, but uh, it does and have I, maybe you like, hitting that invisible hi hat though. Yeah, and, like, yes. yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's it, the, little... the riffs are pretty good. It's definitely yeah. riff centric, uh, punk, uh, hard rock type stuff, which is cool. What you're trying I to say it. I think is it's cool. you would pull out your Shazam if you heard it at like uh, during, yes, between definitely. between sets at Baby's All Right. You would be like, and you <laughs> definitely would this? not be disappointed with the name when it came up. Yeah. That part, you'd be like, yeah. I have a structural question. What okay. do I do when I have to pee during this podcast? I got to pee too. Oh, we should take, we can take a break. Can we take, we'll take a, break? a pee? Yeah, yeah pee, pee break. break. Pee break. I feel right. so brave break. for bringing it up. Okay. And and that is very brave of you to do that. <laughs> I was like for trying to figure out in my mind if I should like play <laughs> the next song, try to run and pee and then come no, back no, no. and pause it before it hits break. the 45 seconds. You were going to save yourself only. At least I brought it to the group, man. Thank you for speaking your truth. Thank you, you, you for turn, speaking your truth. You just turn Quick video pause. off and you try to be real quiet and yes. no one. Yeah, you know. right. I All mean, right, that's what I do in drink. my classes. The number of classes I've been, they don't even know that they've been in the bathroom with me so many yeah. times. Mm. I feel like you get fired for that type of shit. Not for the <laughs> teaching. I'm a student too. I can't get fired uh, for being a, a grad student. True. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless well, you try to I unionize. Can, it'll, okay. it'll take work. Everyone go pee. Oh, my roommates are about to get home. I'm sorry if it gets noisy. I'll mute myself or whatever. Oh, okay. Nah, we'll figure it out. It's I live cinema, ver- it's cinema verite. That's a like classic Boston lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when I lived in Boston, I would like go over to like people's houses, especially people who lived in Austin, and be like, yeah, there's, there's nine people that live here yep. in this four-story house. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is fucking insane. Yeah, we got six here in <laughs> yeah. Somerville. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's how Philly is too. I feel like all my friends' yeah. houses in Philly they have mad roommates. I stayed in. I've a couple of my friends are 
uh, do film work and used to do film work in Philly. And I worked on a couple other projects. Every person's house that I stayed in was like three stories and had a massive living room, but like 10 people lived there. <laughs> Last like time I crazy. stayed with somebody in Philly, it was a one bedroom and I was absolutely floored. It was like the only wow. time I had seen yeah. like a livable setup in Philly. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I go to temple. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends were from um, UArts there. Temple versus UArts. Only Philly college students will understand this meme. All right, next track. Next track. I know this. All right, Aaron said this there isn't no fair because I feel like you're like you're you're either trying to sway us with your response. <laughs> I know I, because, I should have a poker face on right now. I should, yeah, I should, yeah. It's either like I should turn my camera off. I'm gonna be really right or really wrong for like yeah. reading into the fact that you were headbanging just then. Yeah, because you could be trying to throw me off the scent too. Yeah, you know? could be. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. un. un um, what is it? A untrustable narrator? A uh, yes, un, yeah, untrustworthy narrator. That's me. Untrustworthy narrator. All right, folks. What do you th- <laughs> what do you, what do you think? I think you loved it. I mean, but I saw you headbanging. Uh-huh. The listeners I, didn't, but I saw. I'll turn it. off my camera for the next couple of ones. So it's a <laughs> true mystery. Wow. We literally saw you love it, dude. Yeah. No, okay. no, I don't even like it that much, dude. <laughs> oh, just pro, pro no, Jason. No. So yes, that was I, am, yeah. I am a JSOM fan. I saw her play live once. It was cool. She <laughs> she opened she opened for Dirty Projectors on their self titled album concert. Oh yeah, tour or whatever. That had, fucking show, had, uh, McCarran Park or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, JSOM was better than Dirty Projectors. Uh, See, Dirty, Dirty I mean, Projectors were struggling to play some of those songs. I I like JSOM, but I feel like. I'm a little annoyed because I feel like Spotify pushes JSOM on me like constantly. Like it's always mm. the same song in my like uh, recommended mm-hmm. or like on my weekly playlist because of the other artists I listen to. And I'm just like, right. this is all right. Why do they keep giving me the same song? Like every fucking that time. Was I like, um, that was long beard for me for a really long time. I was like, mm. what is this? Like, I feel like I, it almost felt like reverse gatekeepery where I was like, I can't like it if it's recommended to me that much, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I totally feel that. So let's, but let's move on. We know yeah. we know that you are already a JSON fan. That was one yep. that you responded to saying you were already a fan. So that was yes. kind of just in there. I love us, that guitar tone. Know. If if, if, if <laughs> <laughs> I did not Fuck know yes. that that was part of the song.
I was wondering just keep it on. Ah, oh, you can't spoil it, Sam. <laughs> Yo, but that song does kind of rule, though. That band's so important to me. So it's very I, funny. But is it important to me? Based, yeah. based, on, what you, based on what you look like, I would say no. 100%. Okay. You're more of a, you I look more like assume. a turnstile fan, Aaron. A what? A what fan? A turnstile fan. You look more like you're in a turnstile. Okay. You don't, wear, you don't wear enough black t-shirts for me yeah. to say that you not enough black v-necks v-necks fuck v-necks just a black any band black t-shirt like you uh, don't you, you don't it's i don't know i was like so that that was obviously touche amore um i <laughs> saw them like when that when that album was like the new album, which is like their first fucking release, I saw them play like a house show at the fest uh, mm. that was packed. Maybe like the most crowded show I've ever been in. And it was like in a living room and I was standing on the couch to watch. Mm-hmm. I had to stand. Other people were standing on the couch, like, but not just the couch, but like, like the back of the couch. I yeah, right. saw Touche the day the lead singer's mom died. He just found out on the phone that his oh. mom died. And he wrote Jeremy? that whole yeah, he wrote that whole like album about it afterward. It Jeremy's was the fucking sweetest too. Damn. He's a good dude. They it was like an incredible show because he was just like you could tell he was just really happy that people were like there to listen. It was on Halloween. They were like all dressed up as ghosts. And it was like it was insane. It was that's like, a lot of different stimulus at once. Yeah, like that's totally a lot was. of different things going on. I yeah. saw Touche at the space in Hamden before it became the mm. space ballroom, like back when it was the real gritty, horrible, horrible venue that it was growing up. Um, I think it was one of the last shows that happened at the space because if I remember correctly, I think it was the Touche show. Um, kids were getting really rowdy and some were crowd surfing, and one of them put their fists through a ceiling tile. And it oh started, God. it started leaking. Um, and then over the course of like the next two songs in the set, this the stream started getting more steady. And oh. there was a bathroom upstairs. Um, oh. And eventually, it just like burst, and we all had to leave the venue. And that was like one of the last shows that happened at the space. And I, I'm like a hundred percent, almost sure that it was touche. Um, but talking mm. to Jeremy outside that night was like probably the most wild part of the set. I don't know if you've like had a conversation with him, but, and I don't know if it was just this night, but his voice was so shot. Like he puts everything into those sets. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's For sure. Absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. I want to say the last time I saw them was maybe like two or three years ago. At um, Maybe it was two years ago. At uh, What's that? shitty venue in uh hell's kitchen um, oh terminal five terminal five right yeah oh, it's, like a, it's like it's like it's like a big parking garage and i saw them with hum there mm. and it was mm. sick but it was you know it was weird because you know i've seen touche a bunch of times i pretty much bought the ticket to see hum and just being right. at a show with like touche's crowd being stoked to see hum is like not the not the vibe yeah it was slightly different vibes (laughs) being a fan of both it was cool for me but i could see other people i went with my friend who like is more of a hum fan he was just like kind of like what's going on 
Mm-hmm. I saw two of the weirdest shows of my life at Terminal 5. Um, one made sense, at least. It was Napalm Death and Cattle Decapitation, but it was nice. just like, um, <laughs> it just like was weird to be there, obviously. And then the second one was weird because it just made no fucking sense. It was Deftones with Periphery opening. Still um, awesome. <laughs> and it was still awesome, but Periphery got added to the bill late because it was supposed to be Darren Malakian's other band, Scars on Broadway, that were opening, and he just like dropped the show. He just like dropped that mm. show and like three other shows and was like, no, I'm not showing up. And Deftones were like, okay, well, what do we do? I guess we'll put Periphery on the bill. Damn. He must have hated Terminal 5. Right when I moved to New York, I saw Slow Dive there. I saw FKA Shit. Twigs there. I've been to a bunch of shows there. Uh, I saw Ride play there. Mm. I don't know. I hate that venue, but as soon like, you know, when I first moved to New York, that was like, aside from Webster Hall, like the only large capacity venue that like big bands were going to play at. And yeah. then maybe like two or three years later, they built Brooklyn Steel. So, which I feel like every band that's huge that comes to New York plays a Terminal 5 show and a Brooklyn Steel show. So they could do a like a Brooklyn show. So then I just started going to like Brooklyn Steel shows. Like that was like where you see big bands. Like that's where I saw Slow Dive the second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooklyn you know. Steel's a vibe. So you can buy a double gin and tonic. You don't have to just get a single. Well, yeah. And T- T5 So you don't have to go back so fast. T5, it's like all the way by the water in Hell's Kitchen. Mm. So it's still like a 20-minute walk from the train. So it's like you get mm-hmm. out of the show and then you have to walk 20 minutes. And at the time I was living in like Bushwick or East Williamsburg and take like 40, 45 minutes to fucking get home and the trains were slow at night. I don't know. It's some New York it's shit. Megabus territory, dude. You should never be there unless you're getting on or off a megabus. It's <laughs> my entire oh. opinion of that section of Manhattan. Yeah. I've never seen Brooklyn Steel full. Like I've never seen it mm. with like a like a packed house. I went to the um Jesus Lizard Proto Martyr show that happened on New Year's last New Year's and that was mm. like really sick, don't get me wrong, but there were literally like 20 people there. It was yeah, really weird. I saw Jesus Lizard at Irving Plaza when they did like their little reunited tour uh and that shit was sick even though I fucking hate Irving Plaza, but that room was packed. And the first song, David Yao just like jumped out and like jumped into the crowd, like face first, the microphone. Oh and yeah. Just, every like, time it, it was amazing. It was like, did he take his pants off for you? He, they may have come off. I can't remember anymore, but that show he straight up took his dick out for us. <laughs> wow. <True. Like. laughs> I, I, I think show me the body opened and it was sick. And I waited till the end to buy a Jesus lizard shirt. I think you and, mean show me the body. Give <laughs> you the mashed potato thing, dude. With and your at mouth. the end, at the end, the shirts were fucking sold out. I couldn't get one. It was fucked Aww. up. Was Jacob, fucked that's up. where we saw daughters and health. And show me the body, boy. Oh, I caught that tour. I caught that tour at Paradise when I came. That through show Boston. was so mm. fire. It was, it was very so good. sick, dude. Oh my god, Daughters Live is sick. Okay, the only anyway, other show I, yeah, yeah, the only other show I went to at Irving Plaza was How to Dress Well, and it was cool, but it was mm. pretty, pretty. Uh, shout not, out to Tommy Crow. Packed. Yeah, shout I'm out. I'll be totally I, honest with you. This is exactly how I saw this going. Like I saw this eventually devolving and us just being like, oh my God, I went to that show. Oh, that show <laughs> yeah. was so sick, dude. Oh, that venue's sick, dude. Well, this it's is so what the sick. podcast is. So Y'all remember <laughs> anyone remember places, you know? Hardly. 
places. All right. Um, so yeah, I I would I have never listened to Touche Amore, but uh, I would. We should. I would. I think Touche like just re-released an album too, oh, yeah. and it sounds like uh, usually when artists do that, I'm like, okay, maybe don't do that. Like maybe mm-hmm. you don't need to do that. But I think it sounds even better. Um, if they I'm re- remembering it. correctly, yeah, it sounds nice. really fucking good. Sick. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna listen to more of it. I. That that style is something that I didn't listen to when I was younger, but uh, only a little bit. But like now, I'm like getting, I'm I'm retroactively getting into that style. So, when like should do a remix album where it's literally just like other like people mixing, mixing and mastering the songs differently, but like mm-hmm. no actual remix, like nothing else is added. Just like they're like, yeah, I made the bass a little louder on this. Um, well, there's there's uh, a band I listen to. Oh, fuck. Parenthetical That's great, Girls. Jeff. We got to. We, oh, no, yeah, pa- yeah, yeah. Parenthetical, Parenthetical Girls. Girls. And they yeah. released one of their albums, like Jamie Stewart from Shushu produces it. And then they had a whole different producer on the other album. They released two versions. And it's pretty sick. Yeah, it's that's the same songs just done. Parenthetical Girls pops off. Big fan. Real heads, uh, no. All right, so yeah, next let's, let's song. We gotta go. Song. We have so much. <laughs> Our things on the West Coast. I see you moving real fine tonight. You wear those shoes like a dove. It's Interpol. <laughs> Enough of that. Wait, Jacob, skip, <laughs> skip, skip like two minutes into the song and play because yeah. I feel like it's a real long song, and I want to hear like the middle. You ever of heard it. this band before? I want to hear if not. it's how, it, it's a nine minute song. So skip, skip like two minutes in and and let like thirty seconds of it rock. I just skipped two minutes and then four minutes is the same part of the song. Oh, like, so when you have to tell somebody to skip four minutes in, I feel like that already says everything you need to know. <laughs> skip, skip another, skip another two minutes, dude. I've been going two minutes, two minutes, two minutes every time. The song, I get the idea, song, folks. Dude. I get the idea. I get the idea. <laughs> Wait, but two it. more minutes. I'm trying to illustrate oh, yeah, yeah, the point yeah, yeah, yeah. that that the song is very repetitive. The more you <laughs> skip around, the more I have to resync the song with the uh, Zoom recording. So the oh, less, okay. is, less is more for me. Less is more there. Okay, so you can let's, just let's, fake it though, Aaron. You can fake it. Let's okay, get yeah, the I, reaction. I can. I, can. Yeah. I, f- I feel like based on on looking at you, you would absolutely love this band. This would be one of your favorite bands that you cite when you first meet someone. As like a heavy <laughs> influence on uh-huh. your, your entire taste in music. Wow. Okay. I would say that. How you breathe. Okay. Like the way you cook your eggs. Based on how you look, you know. Okay. Sure. What okay. color toast you like. Like this what is color all, toast. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. Sarah, what I'm do you really think? divided on this one. I like, I really don't know. Cause I think I'm. I think I'm making the mistake of reading too far into things or I'm starting mm. to second guess. Like my initial response would have been exactly what yours was, Jeff. I would have been like, yes, 
yes, up, down, left, right, easily. Like you, mm-hmm. you live, eat, and breathe Interpol. But I don't know. Now that I'm so sure, <laughs> I feel like I can't be so sure of anything. You know. Well, I do. I do eat, live, eat, and breathe Interpol. If that's wow. The um, but this band. I don't know. I've no, I don't know what, the, what band this is. It's beat happening, dude, and it fucking sucks. It's beat. Happening. I like. That's right. <laughs> I, I hate hey, beat records. happening so much. I feel like we've talked on the podcast that I couldn't believe that Calvin Harris, the beat happening, is Cal- Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson, yeah, Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Calvin it's Johnson, one of those he's, bands. he's like the K Records founder and like Dub Narcotics Studio recorder. But apparently, happening, uh, yeah is one of those bands that would only be big, in my opinion, if the lead singer died, like, young for some reason and they got immortalized. Oh, for you did some say reason, that one time. He's still alive and people like this. Like, they like it even though there's no there's no mystery to it at all. Can you imagine thinking of that lick and then being like, wow, this is really legendary. I gotta do this 450 times in a row and everybody's gonna for, love it. Like, how do you get to that? 28 seconds. How do you get to that thought process? You know? It's funny because you say that you say that, and I'm I'm laughing out loud. But then also like Thurston Moore, uh, fucking Psychic Hearts is like a big album for me, and the, the elegy for all the dead rock stars is like ten minutes long, and it's like one chord for the whole song. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything Sid Barrett ever did that yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. about twenty four seven. Yes. Um. So I again have never heard Beat Happening. Um. I dig it. I dig that like lo fi vibe. Um. But I don't know. I mean, I'd have to listen to more. I think I have to have to check it out more. It seems like a a band that you kind of have to get a cast a wide net to to see what their their vibe is all about. Um, Can you do me a favor? Can you just say I dig that lo-fi vibe again? I dig <laughs> that lo-fi vibe. Wow. <laughs> uh, really I feel like me. Aaron when when Calvin Johnson dies soon. Um, and stereo <laughs> gum does up. stereo gum does their uh their ten best uh beat happening tracks yeah to to revisit you'll you'll dive in you'll get it okay I'll wait uh, I'll wait for that in that case when he dies, he dies and then you know Kenya Dawson maybe he'll leave her some money because apparently he like stole yeah. a bunch of money from her but mm. oh shit <laughs> damn uh, is that we'll, that's the we'll moldy peaches on. right uh Kimya Dawson. No, well, he probably stole money from them too. That's like Aaron Green and Kimya Dawson. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like when she blew up, K Records started making a lot of money, more money than they knew how to handle from like a business standpoint mm. and like reinvested in like releases of new uh, artists that didn't sell well. And like the artists that sold, sell a lot of records got like fucked over. I feel like mm. uh, Phil from Microphones in Mount Erie has like famously like tweeted at them being like you need to pay me jeez <laughs> can't God. relate to having more money than you know what to do with yeah, <laughs> yeah i read some article about it that would suck they, so much <laughs> they like interviewed him and it's like seemingly not malicious he's just a really bad businessman uh mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah so let's move That's on be, say, be happening classic i'll check it out more despite jacob's objections yeah skip it dude I 
I'm so sad that nobody's gonna get to see us dancing. I know. Sure. Kind of the, the rest of the video chat is gently vibing to this track. <laughs> We've been thinking about doing live episodes where we like show the whole episode live, but it's 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 gonna be a hassle. So we have to see where it, it goes. We'll have we'll you back it. on though, Sarah, for it. It'll be good. Yeah, we'll make it happen. All right, what do uh, we think, folks? Do I listen I to this it. band? If I'm being sinister, I would say that you have an aversion to this band. Okay. Uh, even though it seems like it's something you'd like, um, you've heard it recommended to you so many times, you absolutely will never listen to it. That's exactly that is, what I was going to say. That is, mm. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> So not to give it away, this is the band. I, I feel like I was the first person that you posted a response to to the questions on Instagram. And this yeah. was the band that I immediately said, already knowing that you don't listen to them. Yeah. Um, because you've said it to me before, but it's shocking yeah. because I'm a huge fan and it just strikes me as the type of shit that you would have been like, oh, I was obsessed with this. Like yeah i can't can't say so i've never listened to bell and sebastian i know it's bell Bell and sebastian folks it's bell and sebastian i think everybody's mispronouncing the name actually i think it's bell ampersand sebastian ampersand yeah (laughs) there are more syllables in there that's one of those jokes you can only do over voice well it's it's because in scotland they just they only say ampersand in scotland there's and is not a, a word Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't exist there in Scottish, mm-hmm. you know, the Scottish language. In the Scott language, <laughs> the language of Scots. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's I again, I haven't listened to that much, so I can't really say whether I actually like it or not. But um, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. I, I've never been inclined to check it out. You know what I mean? What about this shit, dude? <laughs> Wait, God, I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> I cannot take this anymore. Let this one rock, Jacob. I'm going to, dude. Yeah, please let me keep mouthing the words. <laughs> Dude, I got stories up the ass for this one. Oh my god! <laughs> I went to Project Revolution like seven times in my life. Wow, that was like that. That tour was like very formative, and it was always Lincoln Park headlining, and then more often than not, it was like Blink One Eighty Two opening, or a couple years mm. it was My Chem. Um, but one year, the last year that I went, it was Lincoln Park headlining, and then Chris Cornell solo. Um, Mm -hmm. as like the second biggest act and then i saw chris cornell and chester bennington do um hunger strike temple of the dog together and it was like amazing it was so it was like one of the and then they died within like a year Mm -hmm. of each other both of them so it's one of those like big music moments for me that's it's always going to be like super important damn i'm like i'm like a huge huge temple of the dog fan like any listeners that don't fuck with it it's basically all of pearl jam (laughs) 
with Chris Cornell from Soundgarden <laughs> as the singer. And that the one album is fucking like, I basically play hunger strike every bar shift I've ever worked. And what's funny is I went to Bowery ballroom to see cursive do the ugly organ reunion or uh, anniversary tour. And they started playing like the beginning riff of hunger strike. And Tim Casher was like, I don't know the words. And some dude from the audience came up and sang it with them. And Dude, fucking, how do you know that song and not know the words? I don't know. I don't know. But some audience member came up and started singing it with them. And they played through to like the first chorus and they stopped. And the dude was killing it. And he kept going. Like he was like ready to finish the whole song. I think there's actually a YouTube video of it. And it was fucking awesome. And then Temple of the Dog did they did a reunion tour and they played MSG, but it sold out so fucking fast. And I could not yeah. go. I thought the really cool thing about seeing Chester do it with Chris Cornell was that Chester Bennington took the high part. Like that's usually mm-hmm. Chris Cornell's in the recording and Chris mm-hmm. Cornell took like Eddie Vedder's part. And it was just, um, I don't know. It was like a really, really adorable moment. And I could tell that like very, very few kids my age in the audience had like a, a substantial appreciation for it because yeah. their dads didn't raise them on butt rock like mine did, you know, <laughs> uh, but I was, I was like on cloud nine. I that's mean, that's awesome. a once in a lifetime experience. Like I couldn't imagine they're both dead. It's like, that would be like the song I would want to fucking see them do. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> where you were when you heard that Chester Bennington died? Because I do, I was about to teach a class and I was living in Ecuador at the time. And oh my, my dad God. texted me and he was like, yo, I got horrible news. And I was like, wow, that is horrible news. And I had to sit out of teaching that class that day. Cause I was like very emotional. Wow, yeah. Yep. I think it's right when I heard, I was like, okay, so I'm really glad I didn't buy tickets to the co-headlining Blink-182 Lincoln Park tour because that shit's mm. definitely not happening now. And that was that was it. And then I, I went and I listened to Hybrid Theory on vinyl. Uh, <laughs> We're also yeah, big so, Stone Temple Pilots fans here as well. <laughs> yeah. We had that yeah, only fan dead, song. We love dead Vaseline. singers. <laughs> So I never had a Linkin Park uh, fandom as a kid. I, 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 I really, I'm ashamed to say it in this chat, but uh, I can't lie. That was Slipknot. Um, That's fine. <laughs> I would have guessed you I'm, I'm, I'm simply speaking my truth. Well, you know, my mm. friend was really into it. My friend and his dad actually were like big Linkin Park fans. Did you have um, a Green Day phase instead? Because I feel like there were kind of two camps I, coming up. Yeah, I, I did. We had American Idiot on CD. Uh, I was into that, that album. Uh, when a parents car CD changer? No, my yeah, my family, my family, had my family had American Idiot in the car. Oh, yeah. I can relate Same, with dude. that. That was one oh, of yeah. the first albums that I really bonded with my dad over. If I'm yeah, being sure. totally honest, well, not I, I would say like Dookie first, and then American Idiot, and then like yeah, my dad same. started actually taking my taste seriously, and I was the one who got him into Linkin Park. It was crazy. Oh uh, yeah, no, Linkin Park was definitely like like the band that like all the '70s rock dads could vibe to. That was a new band. Like like my friend's dad was also a huge Rush fan. Like, so when I, when I went over to my friend's house for the first time, he was like, oh, my dad, he has like a hand painted, like hemispheres rush jacket that he made when he was in college. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So then like, then months later, he's like, oh, my dad is like a huge Linkin Park fan. Now he has hybrid theory in the car and blasting Linkin Park, like driving school and shit. I listened to this shit on the bus in middle school on my CD player. And every time we like hit a bump, it would skip. And I was like, this shit fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, uh, I found so- out about Lincoln Park on a bus, on a school bus, because this dude, <laughs> mm. this kid that I liked uh, named Dimitri was listening to music one day and I was like, I should ask him what he's listening to because I'm young and I have a crush on him and that'll start conversation. And he was like, I'm listening to Lincoln Park. And I was like, yeah. what? And he was like, Lincoln Park. And I was like, I don't know what you're saying. And he was like, like, you don't know what Lincoln Park is? Like, he got like, like unruly angry that I didn't know who Lincoln Park were. So the next day I had to like become a super fan because I still had a huge crush on him. So wherever you are, Dimitri. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. He's a, he's one of our few Patreon subscribers actually. So (laughs) he's going to hear the full, the full thing. He's going to find you. But yeah, I was going to say, so it's crazy because it's like Lincoln Park for me, uh, I'm like a bit older than Jacob and Aaron. So that song a was a little bit. So that song was the first actual like Lincoln Park single that they put out like as a single. And I remember seeing the video on MTV and being like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's like, you know, kind of rap rock vibe with like, the dueling vocalists like it was cool the singer had like you know crazy dyed hair one of them and they were just like screaming in the video and i became a fan like immediately uh keep in mind at the time like blink 182 is my favorite band but also like like eminem was like new and the all duality that shit. Of man there was like so much going on and uh it's like i remember going to like the school dance in sixth grade and like it was like people like booty dancing. And then a second later they're playing like crawling by Lincoln park and people were like mm. moshing and screaming in the crowd. And I was just like, this is so weird that like both of these like things are in like the cultural popularity and everybody knows what's going on with both of them. Cause they play like fucking outcast music videos back to back with like Lincoln park videos and MTV. And it was just fucking such a weird radio centric time you know mm. we gotta speed through five of these because there's so there's let's, nine let's more left let's, so let's I'm, jump to the next one <laughs> only done eight so well we can pick and choose we can cut the last two let's cut the last two out of it i'm looking at the list let's jump to the next one all right i don't think the jet uh, i don't think that aaron listened to cotton eye joe but it's not it's not cotton eye joe it's cotton eye joe Crazy frog, cra- crazy frog. Yeah, it's crazy frog. Mm-hmm. Guys, I don't think Aaron frog. listens to Cotton Eye Joe, but I think Aaron probably knows the dance still, as do the rest of us. If we well, were forced to do I, it, I was an Stop. awkward teen, and I kind of shied away from learning choreographed dances. I, Come I on, that's learned, like the single most never, awkward thing you could do is to know. I never that learned dance. the Soldier Boy dance. Um, <laughs> Superman. No. Aaron Boys was like, I was more of a cha-cha slide kind of guy at, at bar yeah. mitzvahs. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I thought one of you was doing that at first. That was really <laughs> alarming. It's, it's the song. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we do that for like ringtone by 100 Gex for the end of an episode? Yes. All right. It's it's Shoo Shoo. Your thoughts, Aaron? <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I've never listened to Shushu that closely. Shushu and um, everyone knows it. This is a different one. What do you think? All right. Your thoughts what on that th- one? I think he would, you would love it. Aaron, what'd you think? <laughs> I think you love that next one, that last one. I, just, I only heard 10 seconds of it. It's hard to say. 
Well, I don't know. for 15. Oh my God. Okay. I'll go back. Let me just skip it to like here. You fucking, fucking love it. beautiful. You love it. I mean, that song, I don't know. It's okay. No. <gasps> Whoa. I'm not gonna lie, when I was when I was in college, um, this band was playing in Gainesville and I didn't have tickets to it, but there was like uh like a like a farmer's market going on in the town square in Gainesville. And I saw the lead singer of this band, and I there was never a moment in my life where I wanted to f- fuck somebody so bad. And it was the lead <laughs> singer of this band. Um, Kevin? And he had like a little rag sticking out of his back pocket. I was it's like... Rag. It's cum rag. It was insane. It was a what, lot. What color was it, bro? It's red. Oof, it's red. It was stained. I don't know the what The color it means. of desire. Of desire. So Aaron, I think the you allure. love them. You love them even though you're saying that you don't. You do. You really do is the thing. Okay, I'll take your word What's for that, it. What about that one song? It's like, let's pretend we don't exist. Let's <laughs> pretend we're in oh, my Oh, Ice Edit or something yes. like that. Grandlandic Edit. Yes. So that's, uh, that was of Montreal. Uh, Georgia, Athens, Georgia, greats. Um, okay. Not from Montreal, believe it or not. Not, not, not of Montreal, but they are. They are. Of yeah, Montreal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Montreal, Georgia. Of Montreal, no, Georgia. No, I feel like... Uh, I would have listened to them at a certain age, but I'm too old to listen. You to missed that the now. boat. I yeah. don't know about that. I agree. Buddy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anybody getting into of Montreal now. It's not like fucking 2011 anymore. But exactly, no, it's just the people who are also just now getting into psychedelics. Yeah, right. right, right you know right. what? You know what? Psychedelic band is one of those bands that like people are surprised to hear I don't like is the Flaming Lips. Oh, the Flaming Lips are awesome, dude. No, 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 no. (laughs) Listen, I've I've never bought into the Flaming Lips ever. Soft Bulletin, man. You listen to that and you're changed. That's it. Wayne Coyne looks like... I don't want to be changed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm scared. I don't think it's... It's not up to you. If you hear it, you have no choice in the matter. Wayne Coyne looks like a motherfucker in an upstate New York town that when you get an Airbnb in that town and you go to the local bar, he's like desperately trying to pick you up like before the bar closes at 1 a.m. He's like, really thought Wayne about Coyne. this. Yeah. Yeah, he's never bought in the guy, Flaming Lips. He's every guy at Union Pool at 4 a.m. trying to yeah, talk yeah. to like trying to talk to like any any girl that's still there. Yeah. Wow. That reminded me to take my birth control. let's let's uh let's jump to the next track
Bowtown? I've heard that song, but I don't know who it is. Mm. It's the number one Simlish band. You never know what they're oh, wait. saying. Wait a minute. Is that Cocteau Twins? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know How why did I you... didn't know that was Cocteau Twins. Because I love Cocteau Twins. I thought you Twins. were going to say I've heard that song before, but I have no idea what they're saying. Not yeah, I, yeah. Like, I, uh, I just wish I could understand what they were saying. No, I, I can't believe I was blanking on that. Yeah, I love Cocteau Twins. That, there should be yeah. like a meme that's like, like something where it's like the, like the coffins, like the coffin meme, like old school. Yeah. But the last one is like a coffin that's made out of human brain. And it's like Cocteau Twins genius lyric transcribers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I made that forever ago. I made that, that genius lyric meme of Cocteau Twins. Uh, yeah. That's a banger. I might repost that. Would that would have. I feel like that meme would have been better if you created it now. But the problem is now people will know exactly um, that it's a I've repost. Repost, I've reposted it like three times. It always it always goes off. I I feel bad for reposting shit, but it's like you gain so many followers since you made mm-hmm, something yeah. that haven't seen mm-hmm. shit. So it's like whatever, mm-hmm. man. People mm-hmm. love the classics. Keep rocking the classics. Keep rocking Cocteau Twins. Keep not of understanding course. what the fuck they're saying. Of <laughs> heaven, or, I mean, Heaven or Las Vegas is like a top ten for me for sure. That's why I picked something from a different album because I was like, yeah. I'm gonna see. No, I, 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 I know that's I know that song. I just forgot it. Was it's a single. Twins. I'm not a All fake right. fan. I'm not a fake fan. So we're on to the next song. It sounds okay. like. How many do we have left? Only a couple. Okay. We we honestly we have two more left, and then we're gonna okay. stop. So. With that, and then we can talk about something else. This has been going. Gee, on for a I while. wonder who this is. Wow, I, I, I am. I just don't know who this is. Just yeah. couldn't tell you, folks. I think it's Arca. It's Arca. We, it's Arca. It's Arca. It's Arca. It's Arca. I thought it was Sophie. That's oh, Sophie. Shit. It's their <laughs> collab. collab. It's their collab. Yeah. Makes um, sense. No, actually, uh, uh, I, one of my friends is a bartender at the Vault, and uh, which is a bar in, in Bushwick. And um, Arca had her birthday party at the vault like last year, and Bjork DJed at the party. Fucking so like, and I don't know if if anyone who listens has been to the vault. It's like a, it's a gay bar, but it's like a basement bar. So like, there's the bar in on the top floor, but then the real venue is down the stairs, and it's like very dark and like cryptic down there. Um, But it's like a, it's a pretty unique space. So the idea of Bjork and Arca and guests. Uh, DJing down there is absolutely insane to me. My uh, um, Chris Cornell story feels really lame now. Like that. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't. I wasn't even there. Like I didn't. I, I, I would just. I just heard him tell me about it. But uh, it That's sounded legendary. insane. Yeah, I, I have um, a Bjork experience in New York. So uh, Bjork, like maybe a year after I, or the first year I moved here, maybe uh, mm-hmm. did a bunch of tours. My buddy Andrew, he bought me me and him tickets uh, on my birthday to go see Bjork. And it was amazing. Uh, but she was doing a bunch of shows in New York. It was kind of like a residency at different venues. And um, I went to the Brooklyn like flea market. Uh, they had like a record sale uh, in Williamsburg on Kent by the water where they do like smorgasburg and shit. And I was just browsing and I was like, fuck this. Uh, Hot. I'm gonna go to Rough Trade around the corner because I just moved to New York and Rough Trade. It was still like, oh, cool, a store that has mm-hmm. literally every new album. If I want like a new record, I can go there. They have everything, mm-hmm. and I go there. And I was like applying to work there at the time. I was like interviewing, and I had a buddy who was a like a mutual friend who was a barista at the coffee 
stand there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go in and Bjork comes in because she was at the <laughs> record fair too. And I'm like browsing and I'm like really nervous. I'm like, oh, if she comes up to me in pop rock B, should I turn and look at her and be like, do you know which of these albums is good? Like, which one should I check out? Like in the Bjork section. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Bjork is like famous for not wanting to like talk to people or like have her celebrity, like, like her person, her like, uh, she's very personal. Like she doesn't want her like yeah. privacy infringed upon, like mm-hmm. doesn't want to like take pictures or have acknowledged that she is who she is. Yeah. So I, I didn't speak to her about that, but I did end up talking to her in the line. It was just me and her buying coffee and we talked about uh almond milk being the best milk alternative <laughs> even I though it's really oat milk. like i didn't really know that about her like intentionality behind preserving her personal life it's yeah. like obvious though and it's especially obvious because i just thought for the first time about the fact that like i don't think i've ever seen a bjork fan photo like, the only like one I can think of, the only one I can think of is her walking out of the Joanna Newsom concert last year. She went mm-hmm. to one of the Joanna Newsom shows on the, it's like Upper East Side or whatever. Not which the one I went we to, went to. I, no, no, no. We went to the one on 9-11. Dab. That's right. Um, but mm. uh, Bjork went make to one of the other ones. Right? Make, <laughs> <laughs> 9-11, make a wish. Not that, not that. Um, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. <laughs> that one stays. Uh, that one stays. In fact, that's going to be the preview clip for the episode for sure. Well, if, you, um, if you scroll no, back but, on my in- Instagram far enough, I did. I feel really bad about it now, but I did take a discreet picture of her browsing through the records mm-hmm. and posted it on my Instagram as uh, I think I put hashtag Bjork sighting. Yeah, but uh, I do feel bad about it now because she was just trying to shop. You know. It was before the memes. If you scroll back before I was a meme account, uh, it's there. Somewhere. I'm not going to scroll that far, man. You shouldn't. I'm not she gonna, I'm she not sure. Respect Bjork's privacy and do not find that picture on my Instagram. Don't yeah. scroll. No, uh, I love Bjork. Aaron, I love Bjork. Yeah, I, fig- I figured you were a fan. Oh, I'm a, I'm a huge Bjork fan. We saw Michelle Michelle Gondry came and spoke at RISD when I was there, and he showed a bunch of his music videos, and he mm. showed the um, I think he showed the Bachelorette video. Where it's like she, mm. it's like a, a, it's about the storybook, and it keeps getting more and more meta, and that's like one of my favorite music videos. I love that video. Did, did anyone raise their hand and be like, "Can we just watch Eternal Sunshine, bro?" <laughs> well, his son went to RISD and was in like a punk experimental rap group what? called called Tiny Leg. I wonder if there any Ooh. of their recordings are on. Does he rap in French? Um, Hit me with that Bandcamp link. Right. Oh Friday is coming up. It's coming up, guys. <laughs> Couple days. They were actually the kind of good. Is it today? It's Saturday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Six days, guys. Bandcamp Friday. Six I'm gonna days. have to see uh, if I can find their. I, I I would probably have to Google for a bit, but um. Anyway, yes, Michelle Gondry's son did go to RISD and did have a rap punk experimental group. Let's jump it to the next. Show me the body, Jacob. dude. Is this the uh, last one? Show me the body. I think there's. Uh, I think there's. Three more, including uh, no. There's this two. One. Nah, there's this one and another one. This one and another okay. one. Then we're done. Gotcha, gotcha, this has gotcha. been such an exercise and just. And then we can listen up. to Ario Speedwagon. Like yeah. I know yeah. I want to. <laughs> Hell yes. fucking yeah. Steely Dan, <laughs> fucking.
right. All right. I would 100% say that you like this. I'm going no. I have absolutely no justification for why. Mm, I like that. Well, I don't know it. And I would probably need to hear more to make an opinion. But I mm. think I know who it is. Who do you What's, think it is? Who do you think? Yeah. Is it Shushu? No. No. We it's already not did Shushu. We, 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 we already did Shushu. Shushu. Like, They're uh, all Shushu. We yeah, it's all Shushu. All Shushu. Shushu Oops, all Shushu. Jacob was like, that's Shushu, and then put of Montreal on immediately. Oh, God. <laughs> well, it goes to show, I don't know Shushu, nor do I know who this is. I was honestly excited for you to hear the Shushu song. I'm a little disappointed that we blasted through it, but uh, it's well, okay. It's you know what? My my, uh, I will say my only Shushu listening experience is I used to work at a coffee shop in Bushwick, mm. um, and I was I, sometimes I would put on music that I hadn't heard before just so I could listen to it while I was working. Uh, and I put on coffee I, shop music. Yeah. Well, I put on music for music for Twin Peaks or whatever. Uh, That's fun. And I could barely hear it on the speakers. <laughs> I just yeah. heard a lot of white noise. I got uh, a Shushu um, repost once. It made me feel really whoa. good because I like don't see them really post anything on yeah. their story. So it was one of those um, Breakfast Club memes from like the last page that I had, the first like iteration of the page when I made like 500 Breakfast Club memes in a row for like different mm. labels and bands that were on those labels and stuff. And I think Juju was um, what's the character's name who makes the the sandwiches with the fucking cereal on them. Sandwiches you know? with cereal. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah. not cereal. Is it cereal? It's like the whatever. Bangs, you know, the the darker chick. Like yes. more goth, that one. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, that was that was Juju um in the Breakfast Club meme, and I was very, very surprised to have gotten a repost. Nice. Oh, you're talking about Ali Sheedy. Okay. I, I that would I be like the one. I spaced out and forgot that we we're talking about the breakfast club. And I was like, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, the one. But yeah, she shoot. Yeah. Same. I, uh, th- I shared something in my story recently and they responded to it. And then I asked if they would come on the podcast and they never opened it. So maybe, <laughs> maybe in the future, maybe in the future we'll have a Jamie Stewart, uh, episode, which would be amazing. Cause Yo, I'm didn't obsessed. you just have page 99. We had Blake from, yeah, page, we had Blake from yeah. page 99. Yo, page 99 is one of my favorite bands of all time. <laughs> Blake's you gotta yeah. listen. I mean, listen to that episode because he, he goes in depth about the time he did too much crack and had to go to the hospital for a heart attack. So I'm I think absolutely that's going to listen to the episode. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He, uh, you know, I work in the, the Bushwick, like Brooklyn bar industry, and he's a bartender. So we met through a mutual friend who was also a bartender, and uh, I've chilled with him. And I saw the page 99 reunion shows here in New York, but it's like, you know, he's so like removed from being like a touring musician, but it was cool. Like really cool getting to know him, like really one of the nicest people. Um, but yeah, uh, bringing it all back, uh, that, what band was that? (laughs) That was not, that was, that was, that was, uh, that was cologne intellectual. (laughs) Perfume genius. Oh, okay. I've heard like <laughs> one Perfume Genius song. Was it Queen? Was it Dumb? I don't even Should know, dude. Queen? Yeah. More. Um. <laughs> don't you know your Queen? I don't know. I have a weird next song. Perfume Genius. I'm not a. I'm not a huge fan. They're they're very talented and good. But when I moved to New York, I uh, 
had an okay Cupid experience with someone that was really into them and insisted on it. That's how old Jeff be, is. Being That'll on. ruin everything. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was interesting. Interesting. That's how uh that's how Alex G and Elliot Smith got ruined for me before Ooh, it even started. Damn. Yeah. I mean not that that's really unpredictable. Those right. are the two most predictable. Mm-hmm. RIP to the greatest saddest songwriter of all time, Alex G. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the strokes, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's furry strokes. You guys go to the Bernie Strokes rally? I wish no, I did. I, wish. I was there. One of my biggest Damn. regrets. I was that there. Rules. Uh, is, that, is that Carsey headrest? Yeah. Yeah. That it was. was. What year is it? Yep. 2020. We're listening to yeah. Carsey headrest in 2020. Okay. Well, I, it had it, it ended kidding. up on the list because someone said that they thought that you would based on what you look I know, like, I like know, them. I know. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Uh, I'm like starting to wonder what you do listen to. What do you think I listen to? Just coil. That's so much pressure. Just coil. Just, yeah, just, actually. Just, just coil. Just Robin Radiohead. Gristle and coil. Just and, coil and, and then yeah. also lacuna coil. Yeah. And that's no. it. <laughs> Yes. See, I wouldn't guess Lacuna Coil, but maybe. maybe. Oh and I'm God, also wearing my Sydney Gish my shirt. Screen. Shout out to Sydney Gish. I'm wearing my Sydney Gish shirt right now. Um, yeah, no, I don't listen to Carsey Address. Sorry, sorry, folks. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I, I no could see it, but I wouldn't. Address. I wouldn't figure. You know, but I, I mean, me you. too. Like, I, like whatever. But did like, I just go black and white for anyone else? Yeah, you sure did. You, you've been I'm black so and white confused. the whole. You've been it's black like and white the whole too. time for me. I'm so sorry. It looks, no, like, it looks like it's felt like a night vision camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paranormal activity. It's like a, it's one of those trail cameras. Like, yeah. you know, those trail camera pictures. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. According to Jacob, that completes the list. There were only, there were only uh, a couple we didn't get to, but I mm-hmm. think that, Sophia. I think it was a successful exercise. I think we, I agree. It was an exercise. Like I learned a lot. You learned a lot about my <laughs> eclectic <useful>. taste. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just, I, I just know that when we finish recording this episode, all of us are going mm-hmm. to go into our bedrooms and turn off the lights and play Lincoln Park's Hybrid Theory. Until uh, we dude, I'm going to pee again. <laughs> yeah, I got to pee too. Oh, so like bad. clockwork. Like clockwork. So bad. Like, What's okay, going on? I'm so glad that I'm in like a Zoom call full of people with tiny ass bladders. Yeah. Yeah. My bladder is the size of a fucking pee. Like straight up. It's this big. <laughs> Yeah. This There's is no this question is why you about don't, it. This is why you don't pee during the opening act. You know, then you yeah, gotta leave right. during the headliner and try to get back to your spot. It's right. fucked up. You know. All right. Let's uh, let's pee. Let's come back. I have some really important questions about the Boston DIY scene. As someone who lived in Boston for a year, um, oh no. so I want I want to just see what's going on. I'm gonna say <laughs> some names and I want to hear um, your reactions. So. Oh okay, God. Sec- okay. Second second pee break. Let's. This is act, act three coming up on Act three here. This is the rapid fire portion of the podcast. I'm trying to think of names. Of we're gonna have to do a part two. That we're yeah, we honestly might need to. I'm trying to think of names of of like Boston DIY basement venues that I remember. And I want you to let me know if they still exist. Okay. So one off the top of my head, the ER. Does it still exist? No. It's gone. Gone. Either that or Damn. renamed. Um, I can't really remember, but definitely not mm. the ER anymore. Sad to hear. 
Trixie's Palace. It still exists. Still Obviously, exists? everything is defunct, but Trixie still exists. Yeah. Wow. I know. The Rat's Nest. Um, I don't know about that one. I really don't. Mm. I don't know if I've ever been there. That one I only went to once, and it was to see like some sort of garage band or something. Or it was like surf. What's up with Boston and so many like surf garage bands? Like you can't even surf in Boston. Yeah, it doesn't no, make we any love sense. It. It's all you fantasy. You ever been to Revere Beach? We got some decent <laughs> waves <laughs> on Revere Beach. Beach. Let's go. <laughs> I grew I up on the Dick North Dick Shore. Dick we should start selling some shirts Boston, to say so. Massachusetts surf on them. Are there any other... DIY basement venues in Boston. It's not a basement, like- but there's like Last House still exists. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like a relatively new addition anyway, I feel like. And then what else? I don't even know anymore. I feel like every time I would go to like someone's house in Austin, they like show me the basement and they're like, yeah, dude, Krill played here. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is you could just forever. say that. And people yeah, would believe it, and I would believe them. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Krill, Krill played in this space. But yeah. I was at I was at Krill's last show. Yeah, yeah so right. was I, dude. You mean not? Yeah, not mm. exactly yeah. the the new Krill. Yeah. Um, Krill too. Wait, is there a new Krill? What are you talking about? Yeah, they're called so Not now. They're called Not. Yeah, really? Yeah, they're called yep. Pile. I don't know if you like heard of the. <laughs> Like the, the Borat heads joke. In the house. They're, they're actually like called Rick, Rick from Pile. They're called Rick, Rick from, from Pile. Pile. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Well, there's what is isn't there like a there's a Krill album? It's just something about like, or is it a Pile album? It's <laughs> one about the listening to something and Malden and bursting into tears. Hmm. That's who, not who wrote that album? Who wrote that album? There's no bursting into tears in Krill's discography. Malden. Oh, it's by Krill. Steve. Is it? Steve hears uh, Steve, so it's it's Avlov. Steve Avlov, hears yeah. Pyle in Malden and bursts into tears. Oh, I'd yeah. assume maybe it's Steve from Avlov. There you guys are, are really other... taking it home for me. I can't believe I don't know that lore. Like Steve is a friend of mm. mine. Mm. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Episode two. <laughs> Episode two, only Boston DIY lore. Only Boston DIY. No, it's weird because gonna... like I've been here for like going on seven years now, but I don't know the scene here nearly as well as I know the Connecticut scene, like where I mm-hmm. came up. Um, maybe partly because it's like just that much smaller there. Like there's just mm-hmm. more to know here. Sure. And so I just don't, but I just feel like way more intimately connected to like, not just the Connecticut scene, but I guess like taking the Metro North into Brooklyn, like almost every weekend when I was old enough to, and like understanding that, side of things too and then of course there's like every every year there was like more flight from connecticut to brooklyn anyway so i feel like my friend Mm -hmm. groups got pretty evenly distributed across the two and then coming to boston was like really out of left field Mm -hmm. i do want to say i went in preparation for this episode the only thing i did besides make the youtube playlist was yesterday i watched the departed so we could talk about Boston. I did. I watched. <laughs> nice. I made, my partner had never seen it, and I was like, "You know what? I have to do some pod homework. Let's watch The Departed." And I watched That's all, all you of need The Departed. But no, what's Jeff, up it- Jeff, if you, if you really want to get uh, preparation for for Alston, you got to watch Funny Haha by Andrew Bajalski. Mm. Uh, I know, I know, Funny Haha. I'm a mumblecore fucking OG, oh, yeah. my friend. That's Alstoncore right there. The thing is about The Departed in watching it, it's the first time I've watched it in a little while. You realize like 
the main like place where they do business is actually like the luncheonette in like Greenpoint slash Williamsburg over by McCarran Park. And then like half the scenes take place in like McCarran Park. So it actually is like all filmed in fucking like there's the classic there's the classic departed scene at the at the red sox game but it's actually in yankee stadium no one noticed yeah, <laughs> if, if you pay attention to the scene in the park they're drinking margaritas from the turkey's nest uh it's actually at the shea stadium bk we had a shea stadium memorial in a previous episode um yeah rip rip, rip the greatest uh yeah. scene krill there before as well but yeah Damn. i mean you know the departed it it really i went in trying to learn some boston history so i could bring it to the episode and then i was like mm-hmm. fuck it's really just Williamsburg. It's all really just Williamsburg. And I turned into the astronaut and I was like, yeah. it always has been, you know, you yeah. gotta watch the town instead. The town. The town. True. Yeah. That's another the town's crazy. Yeah. fucking Boston. Wait, I can't, I can't do the accents. Yeah. Did I ever tell you my Boston clown story? Did we talk about this on the podcast? What? Please no. for the love of God, okay. tell me your Boston clown so story. So I had like just moved to Boston. I was walking through the Boston common as everybody who just moves to Boston does, because you want to get you want to get the feeling of like the Revolutionary War. Right. And so I'm walking, you know, where our founding fathers, you know, mm-hmm. set down their their first see the graveyards and shit. Yeah. So I was walking through the common and there was like these two clowns in like I'm talking like clown makeup clowns, not like just clowns as in like people. And one of them like stepped on the back of the other one's shoe and he looked at them and he said, Hey, watch where you're fucking going, queer. And then they just kept going. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Well, the thing Blew is, is when you moved to Boston, when you moved to Boston, Joker was in pre-production and it was originally set in Boston instead of New yeah. York. So they were- The they Boston were tra- comedy scene. That yeah. was actually- Same energy as Times Square mascots. You know, like every right. city has that in a slightly different way. Right. For sure. What you saw was actually Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips, director Todd Phillips, like shadowing the character and trying to get- into the Boston Joker vibe, you know, it was, it was all pre-production before they relocated to the, the windy city. When I was in Boston, I was really depressed when I was in Boston, I would straight up just like, because you were were in Boston. Yeah. I'd I'd buy a pack of cigarettes from seven 11 and then I'd walk 10 miles and smoke cigarettes nonstop. So I would like, like, yeah, yep. Fucking chain smoking and walking 10 miles. Like I would like start in like the South ends, walk all the way up to like, like by Harvard, walk all Mm -hmm. the way down to Austin and then walk all the way back. And like, I would do that like so often and I would go through like seven or eight cigarettes, just like, smoking the shit out of them. And then I would also just ride my bike all the time. I'd get on my bike and be like, this is all you can do. I'd just get on my bike. I'd ride for like 30 fucking miles to Walden Pond and back. And then I'd come back. Oh my I go God. to shows. That's all, that's all you do in Boston. Yeah. That's all you want to hear something even sadder? I don't even yes. smoke real cigarettes anymore. And I still do 14 mile walks smoking my dumbass fucking CBD cigarettes that I get at Damn. Blue Moon. From my bro Spencer, who I'm on a first name basis with now because Shout I out. buy too many packs. <laughs> Damn, we got to get Spencer on the pod next episode. Get Spencer on the pod. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So in New York, they'll recognize your like sandwich order if you go to like a bodega slash deli. But 
in Boston, they recognize what cigarettes you get. Yep. Because after a while, oh, you see them pull out the pack and you're like, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to like stop going to the place that I originally went to because they like only knew to sell me Marbreds. You know, like I had mm. to start going to Blue Moon because I was trying to like change my life. That's how well they knew that's my fair. cigarette yeah. order. <laughs> Wait, there was CBD <laughs> cigarettes? That, the usual. That's me in Bushwick though, like... Marbred, I walk in and the guy looks at me and he's like, Yo, we're out of Marbred. All we have is Camel Blue. And I'm like, All right, thanks. And I leave. I'll like, see you know. later. Yeah. They know, <laughs> but I quit. I quit real cigarettes uh, during the pandemic. So I've been on the Jewel since uh, April. It's been a while. I Congrats, miss real- dude. Yeah. I miss it. That's everybody's uh, fucking response. That's everybody's yeah. response when somebody says congrats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm not going to go back and smoke, but uh, I do miss it. But I was, I was a bad, I was a heavy smoker. Cause mm-hmm. when I moved to New York, I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to quit when I moved to New York. Cause it's so expensive. I'll quit. Mm. And then you just and find you found those $7 places and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. when I first moved here, I settled on a $9 place cause it was like a Yikes. block away. But, uh, I feel like 10 became my standard in Bushwick that my spot Oof. was 10. Cause I didn't want to walk to big boy and pay seven fifty cause it was out of the way unless I was going mm. to the M train. But there is uh, a spot by trans Pecos. If you're listening. Yeah. The smoke shop by trans Pecos. Yeah. But you cheap. live there. You live yeah. by there. It, but that's like, it's now a cell phone's accessory store. So you're not going to even notice it's a cigarette place. You mm-hmm. walk into the cell phone store. You ask them if you want cigarettes. You get some cigarettes. Might want to cut this from the podcast. But maybe <laughs> maybe we can have it on the Patreon feed for the people. No, not don't fuck. Those guys rule. Like those people got me through. Like, I mean, yeah, eventually, there's like eight bucks a pack. They had to get to Insane. know you. I feel like the first time I went yeah. in there, they tried to sell me full price. And I was like, nah. It's because you no, look like a cop. You. I, I look, I do not. I, I, I get carded for cigarettes in New York. Well, I only look like a cop now because I have a mustache, but it's only yeah, been, like it's a only been a week. It's only been one week and I've I never done this for before. Everything. I'm going to look 11 forever. One of my students in one of my classes this week uh, told me that it looks like I have the baby filter on 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> did you say, did you no. reply? I, I'm baby. No, I'm like really, really good at redirecting because I I teach 11th grade. So I get like a lot of bullshit comments and just like things out of the blue that we, but like I have to like get us back on track. So I've gotten really good at just kind of like, like, like facing the joke head on, like incorporating Mm -hmm. it and then moving on, you know? Have you been in anyone's TikToks yet? Yeah. I was going to say, have, have you ever had to confiscate a phone during a TikTok video filming? Well, no, because I've been all remote online for mm, like true. my entire mm. teaching tenure. So I'm mm. sure that they're like doing, they're, they're definitely not paying attention to me, whatever they're doing. They right. all have mm-hmm. their cameras off and are probably, I don't know, playing Among Us or something. Yeah. Yeah. How many do you think follow you? I really, I, I'm so, every time somebody asks me that on one of my like question stickers or something, I, my blood pressure spikes and I feel like I'm about to go into cardiac arrest. Like, <laughs> you I probably have a couple followers. You probably have a couple. I'm like so scared. I like really hope <clears throat> not. You, you like check your, uh, you check your Instagram an- analytics and it's like 96% of your following is from or whatever. <laughs> Yo, you gotta cut out this part because weirdos will find me though. Like they'll find the school that I work at. Like we gotta cut out any part where we say 
Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. All right. Folks, we have been going at this for two hours. Yeah, we've hit the two hour mark. This might be the longest episode ever. We kind of almost have to stop. Sarah, we'd love to have you on another episode where we can do something besides listen to every one of Aaron's songs. Because I think that it's going well. No, this is awesome. This is a great episode. Yeah, we got to stop it because it's going to take Aaron six years to edit this whole thing. Yeah. Understood. Get a head start. It's true. Uh, it's no, but this is on, awesome. It's com- it's coming on Friday. If you're listening at, on Friday, it's here. Yes. <laughs> What's here on Friday, dude? Well, actually, well, I might want to try to get it out before Thanksgiving, right? Because next week is Thanksgiving. Oh, it true, is true, Thanksgiving. True. I'm cooking in Turkey. Come through. Or maybe post. Maybe post. Who knows? You need people to listen on the airplane when they're unsafely traveling home to, to kill yeah. their relatives. No one should exactly. be flying. If you're, if you're going home listen, to kill your racist aunt, I sal- I salute you. But any that's other, fine, but like, for those about to kill their racist aunts, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a mission. It's like Wait, should I, we do the Led Zeppelin impression real quick before we end it. Yes, yeah. Do All your right, Led let me Zeppelin. get an instrumental. Okay, come out. This is for the college. For the college do uh, what's that one on Led Zeppelin three? Hold on. Do doer maker. Jamaica nah, dude, Jamaica. <laughs> Do you make I'm doing I'm doing whole lot of love. No, 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 no. Stop. 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 Do, stop, the, stop. do the whole lot of love interlude where he's just moaning and there's a bunch of like weird satanic mm. shit going on. Yeah. Let's see. Instrumental. Let's see what they have for instrumentals that are like ready to just play. Oh, this is a rare instrumental, so I'm not sure about it. Is it based? Yeah, okay, get ready. <laughs> When does it start? It's starting now. I'm gonna go. I don't back. hear anything. Oh shit! I'm not sharing my my screen, dude. You should do the crunch. This is the move. best. This is dude, the best Led Zeppelin song I've ever song. heard. This is the best Led Zeppelin <laughs> song ever written. Do you hear it? Oh, this is do the John it? Cage cover. Yeah. Do you hear it? Their collab that I, no one I heard. I hear it now. I yeah. hear it. Do you hear it? Okay, you're ready. You need cool air, <laughs> baby. I'm not fooling. I'm gonna send you back to school <laughs> way down inside. This is Toad covering me. what's up, one. I just want to point out love. that your cover oh and my, my laugh are in the same key. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, Jacob's dancing. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Jacob has fucking oh, it up. I have I have it zip tied to the stand. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where does it go next? Real gear. Wait, what's the part where it's like what's the part where it's like? Like right here? Way, way down inside. Woman! Woman! Yeah. You leave. Alright. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Sarah, do you Thank have you. any plugs? Do you have any anything you want to plug? Do you want to next? Tell people where to follow you or anything before we uh, close. Uh, where do we, where do enroll like in high sat, school if you want you as your teacher? I feel like if you sat through <laughs> this entire thing at this point, you probably already follow me, and you're probably one of like twelve people who DM me like every day. So um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
No plugs. I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. <laughs> Six, six, All right, six, this six, is six, six, six. this is probably I think it's our longest recording ever, uh, which means mm. it's Yo. good because we kept going. That's what it means. It's I love the, it. Uh, it's the benchmark now for the future. So if you're yeah. a fan of this podcast, uh, they're all going to be four or five hour episodes. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> Blink One Fifty Five. I just want to acknowledge Blink One Fifty Five did tweet that we are one of the spiritual successors to Blink-155, which means oh, really? we, we have to bump up our length to two or three hours per episode. They if did we are a four-hour really, episode. They if did. we are really going to be a Blink-155 protege, then we have to blink mm. up the... Ru- uh, blink it <laughs> we have up. To, you have to blink it we up. We have to blink it up, up baby. <laughs> Blink I'll do up. anything for, for Josiah and Sam. I'll do anything. Yeah. Uh, speaking of them, uh, Sam has his new... Uh, he Before he did Blink-155, he was like a YouTube star for his show, This Exists. And he just launched his uh, his new show called Extremely Online. And the first hmm. episode's all about like online concerts. And he does interviews uh, with like Umru, previous guests of the pod, and mm-hmm. like Max Shramp about like the Minecraft concerts and it's really cool. That's it. It's on True TV. You can see yeah. it right after in Practical Jokers. <laughs> His new episode was about like uh, abandoned places and shit like that. It's really cool. Check it out. YouTube. Very sick. Extremely online. Sam Sutherland. Amazing. Plus another people shit. Gotta do it for the homies. Gotta do it. Gotta, Gotta do, do it. it. I like All right. This is amazing. We got right now. Great no episode. Rules. Yeah, Sarah, feel free we'll, to have me back. We will have you the, back. Uh, the real, the real guest that you actually wanted bails mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. that <laughs> does happen. That does fucking happen. So we, yep. we'll be, we'll be in touch for sure. When Juju finally gets back to you, except they're a no show, yeah. even though you booked a time. Yeah, <laughs> dude. James I mean, is just like, hey, just saw this. Just like I mean, two years later. I want to reply to him. Quick last shushu story. I uh, I did like an immersive like like um, it was like art like immersive art where we all met up in Dumbo and glued and taped uh, 999 mini vibrators to this metal statue structure and they recorded what the sound of it was like and yes. it was like performance art and I showed up really early with my friend and helped them tape like a bunch of vibrators. So when Jamie Stewart comes on the, uh, the pod eventually, which is clearly inevitable, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. And maybe, maybe mm. we'll have Jewel Sexual on with Jamie Stewart and we'll have a, a multi guest. Jamie Sexual. Jamie Sexual. Mm-hmm. Could, you imagine, uh, Could you imagine? I love you, J- Jamie Stewart. P.S. Uh, all right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye.